With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, good afternoon, everybody. This is Chuck Bartok speaking to you from Corning, California for the 417th episode of You Can Build It, Your Business, uh, a talk show that is uh, on, in the call-in talk show format. If you're listening to this today via streaming and through iTunes, uh, be sure to remember that we're live on most Wednesdays. Uh, you can call in area code 605-562-0444, and the show ID is 13372-POUND. The whole idea of the show is that people used to call in from around the world, and we would discuss topics that were relevant to building a business from the ground up. And in the last year or so, we have been focusing, most of our audience has been comprised, our contributors have been comprised of authors, either just starting their careers of publishing or experienced authors who have many publications out there. And what we've been talking about is marketing your product, being in control of marketing your creatives, uh, we do have a publisher on board. I'm not to take anything away from what Mr. Tony Mihelski at Callisti Publishing does, but I believe that people, even though you have an excellent relationship with a publisher, I think it's still important to be able to settle yourself, to present yourself to the reading public in a manner that you would prefer and that they would prefer so you find that common ground. I always use the phrase in the past, I don't know how many years now, you can't, it's very difficult to sell fur coats at a PETA convention. So uh, when we go out into the public, when we go out into the airwaves on social media, it's always best to target your market. And if you've written a book, you'll probably know by now that there is a targeted market for your product. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure everybody knows that. Tony, do you find that your authors who come to you to, for your services, do, are they pretty much aware of the fact that there's a market for their book? In sh the short answer is no. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know why I knew that was coming. <laughs> yeah, most people write a book, write the book first, Mm -hmm. And then they want to think about ways to market it. Sometimes that works. More often than not, it doesn't. One of the ways that is very uh, is making the rounds now, so to speak, is to you know research uh, the market first, as as you suggest here and in, and in prior shows, and, and then write the book from that, so that you're. You know, targeting a market, you're, you're selling mm -hmm. something people want. Um, 
Now, now, also, don't you know, there, there are things like if someone writes a mystery novel, well, there's a market for mysteries. Right. There you go. Uh, but uh, so I, I should clarify that I'm, I'm speaking of it from a, more of a, a nonfiction uh, perspective, which, which, is, uh, which are the books that, with which I deal. Right. Uh, and so many times people will get the idea first and say, wow, this, will be a, this is a great idea for a book. Oh, write it up, do it up. And then they're wondering, well, why did I only sell 50 copies? Well, you know, no one wants to know much about, you know, French lyric poetry in 1420 or, you know, whatever. <laughs> it's kind of like the left-handed fly fisherman in Montana. Exactly. But uh, believe it or not, there is a market for that. And, and, and that being it's the limited. case, that's where shows like, like, like your show, Chuck, and, and the advice that you give is indispensable because what the, the, I think the more important factor is that you know, most people who write a book or write they believe that writing is, you know, ninety, you know, ninety-five percent of the battle, and 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 that's a, no. It's like that's, that's that might be writing the book is like maybe one or one to five percent of the whole deal. Wow. After up marketing, because you have to take what you have and take it to the people, and, and if you haven't defined your market, then you have to find your market and and keep selling it. That's really where ninety percent of the work is. Uh, everyone I talk to and, and I know personally is that, you know, writing the book is, is easy compared to selling it. And right. that's what, where it's all about. And I believe, this is where I kind of live in my little strange world, Nirvana, uh, working with people like Tony, Diane, Nancy, and getting to know JL, uh, is simple. Uh, I call them simple, applications are put into place and utilizing tools that are already available to us that weren't 30 years ago, 25 years ago. The person who wrote that book that nobody knows other than his children, you know, <laughs> because he's a hermit up in a cabin somewhere or she, uh, we can find out how to find, we can f find that market. And you brought up a very important point. That should probably be addressed prior to the publication of the book. And it goes to the words that we use here, and that's building the tribe. Building that eager readership who can't wait to read your published book. And of course, everybody who has listened to this show in the past know that we have found by putting our work out there to be read by the public has, been, has built a very active, uh, happy-to-buy-books crowd of readers. Because what we have essentially tried to do, and I think this is the, the key of it, is we've tried to build an engaged tribe. We, we, we've tried to, to bring people in through social media who are interested and want to participate. Now, just before the show, we posted this morning a new chapter in the new book, The Cat. And already, uh, 11 people have commented on that, and it was uh, published at... Uh, published about uh, 8 o'clock this morning Pacific time. And uh, it has had 
see how many people have read it. Um, we've had 57 people read that chapter. What's interesting is because the way we're set up, they're going back to start at the beginning. <laughs> you know, so, so we're developing an audience. But more importantly, they, they're wanting to engage. Now, we did another chapter over the weekend for the 30-day book, which, of course, is our largest audience. And it's interesting that two of the most recent, within the last two hours, comments have been um, editorial comments. Uh, for instance, on line 12, from the end, change swords to spears. That reader was so in-depth into that chapter and realized that we inadvertently used the word sword instead of spears. No, excuse me, that was in the cat. The post that we made on 30 days, the 25th day, third part, has already had 130 engagements. So I'm, I'm saying these things not to brag, but to share that this is possible so that when people do go to your website and they like what they read, they want more. And in most cases, I'm sorry, you can read it online, but it's sure nicer to have it in a book in your hand so that you can smell the pages. And when you stop, you put your bookmark there. You can use a pencil to highlight, or you can use your Kindle or Nook reader to read it digitally, which I'm finding out more and more people in my age group are leaning towards, even though we're bookophiles, because of our eyesight and other uh, <laughs> age-related problems, like where did I leave off? And that's the beautiful thing about the Kindle is when I quit uh, and open my Kindle back up, it goes right back to where I left off. So uh, that's, that's very helpful for someone like myself. Um, the again figuring out who wants to read that which you create is i think primary if you ever have an intention of selling a modest amount of your product now diane i know you write from the heart and you've been writing for a long time but i know over the years you've realized who your market is based on uh, probably as much personal interreaction as any other. Is that true? Probably, yeah. Yeah. You're very active uh, in your community. Yeah, in my church community in that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I think a lot of it, although I do have different genres, so they have probably different audiences for some of mm -hmm. them. For instance, um, my one book that I published last um November, uh, Shadows in My Valley, um, there was uh, there's a couple in our church and the husband really wanted a copy of that. And when I told his wife, I knew that she neither would be interested in my novel. But when I mentioned that I'm coming, my next book out is a series of short stories about people in the Bible that we know next to nothing about and I've created lives mm -hmm. around them. His wife said, oh, I'd like one of those. Yeah, yeah. That that book you mentioned, the one November, that was Shadows in the Valley or Shadows valley. of the Valley? Shadows in my valley. Oh, in my valley, everybody. Okay, that's yeah. That was Shadows my in my, my valley. My personal valley experience that I went through. Yeah. 
by by Diane uh, Stevenson. That's S T E P H E N S O N. And uh, actually, you've been writing for a long time, and that's your first yeah. book published. Is that correct? Uh, actually, my Rainbow. Uh, Look for the rainbows was the first one, but I think they came oh, out right. like 24 hours of each other, oh. so <laughs> which is first. <laughs> and, and and again for our audience in the future, what was the name of the other book? Look. Look for the rainbows. Look a for the of, rainbows. Look for the rainbows. A, sp- a story of uh, a journey of spirit and heart. Very good. I like that subtitle. Excellent. So obviously, your books would not be probably. If, if you advertised or used social media and uh, wanted people to know about you, you probably, this is just an assumption, probably wouldn't be the top choice of a um, martial arts group. No, I wouldn't think so. <laughs> no, and nothing wrong with martial arts. I have to be very careful, but but I I, I think people know what I I think you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're 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 looking for a little different. Even you know, my son is in a motorcycle group, Sons of mm-hmm. God. Okay. Mm-hmm. Brian loves what you write, and mm-hmm. these guys that are huge, they're all good-sized men, and they have lots of tattoos, and they spend their time taking care of people, and they truly are sons of God. Now, that's a group that, if you looked at them, wouldn't think was your market, but they would be, you see. So we have to kind of open our eyes a little bit. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I just did my first boost on Facebook last week. Good. For three days. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I think they said I, I, I reached. I, I really still don't understand what all this okay. means. But I reached nearly two thousand people. It was okay. Some odd. I don't know. I can't remember exactly. Mm-hmm. But the proportion was it was about I don't know sixty something like sixty four percent women and thirty six percent men. Uh huh. In the twenty four mm-hmm. to thirty age group. Wow. I so you did was, get youth then, huh? Yeah. Um, Very good. Yeah. It, there, there weren't a lot. I would have expected it the older would be the older people that would, you know, more look at it. Now, but, who, who did you boost it to? What demographic did you choose? Now I can't remember. Um, okay. I think the U.S. and Canada, for one thing. Okay, be sure. And... Um, Male and I think, female. I think, parents, I think parenting was one because there. Okay. I mean, there's there's things about children in the book, even though it's a novel. Mm-hmm. But there are you know issues with children in the book. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, so parenting, um, I can't I can't even remember now. I can't remember what the what the options even were now. Right. Well, well, but, the beautiful thing, and I, I wanted I don't want to step on the toe there, but I just spent almost an hour with a Facebook ad representative and they helped me build a new ad, okay? And I wasn't, even though I've been doing this for a while, I've been boosting posts, which is different than building ads. They're really for two different things in some respects. But I forgot that, for for instance, uh, I was going to choose the location. You said Canada and the United States, okay? Well, in this case, we were, I was building an ad for the Vietnam story, mm-hmm. and I said, you know, Canada and the U.S., and then he said, well, 
I don't know where this young man knew this because he wasn't even born. He wasn't even a, I don't think his parents were born when this happened. Mm -hmm. But um, he said, well, weren't there a lot of Australian soldiers in Vietnam, which there were? Mm -hmm. So light bulb went on is that I did choose Canada, U.S., and Australia. In, in other words, we, we have to give it some thought again, see? It, you know, I, I didn't I even... I thought I'd I, I start with that. Yeah, no, that's good. To that's see what, good. what the response... And Okay, it said that there were 12 clicks. What does that mean? 12 people clicked on the link. Did the link take them to your site or what? Where did the link take well, it, them? It, it does. It takes them to, my, to, my, to the actual post. Okay. Um, but... There were far less, there were hardly any people actually showing up as visitors on my site. There was way more visitors a few days before than oh. came on the time of the boost. Okay. So I was wondering okay. where those 12 clicks were. There was one visitor one day and maybe two one day or something. Like, I don't know where those, I didn't know what those clicks were about. Right. What, maybe what we can do, uh, if y you know how to see your insights, you know, the back side of your thing. Yeah. Maybe we'll get together on the phone, and I'll walk it through you because I can't, I can't answer because I can't see. You know, I'm I'm not in yeah. your personal. Well, I can, page I can right actually now. I can actually forward the email that they sent them into, and you can see it in. Okay, that. all right, that would be great. Why don't you? I do kept that, that in a file, so that I, at least yeah. I'm pretty sure I, I keep all these things. I make files in my email, so good. Uh, so Very good. I should be able to just forward that to you. All right, I appreciate it. that. Would be good. Then we can follow up on that. But uh, mm -hmm. the um, yeah, the Facebook to me, and we started out just you know not knowing anything. And mm -hmm. our goal, of course, was to drive traffic to our website where we put the chapters, mm -hmm. and that was the sole purpose of Facebook. And that's where this went to. It went to my yeah. chapter two. It wasn't the full chapter two, but but in right. in that chapter, I had links to the chapter one that I'd already posted. Right. Link to a link to the uh, story behind the story uh, post. Mm -hmm. A link to my Amazon page. Oh, great! Great. The author page and everything. So I okay. I, I kind of planned it that way so that yep. they could go to different places um, from that one post. Now let me ask you a question. Chapter two, they're going to want to go back to and find out what chapter one was. Right. Mm -hmm. On on your chapters, and I know Nancy does this, and 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 we do it also. At the bottom of each chapter or post, you might say, I have a link to the beginning, and I have a link to the next chapter when the next chapter is posted, if right. it is. And and that that gives people some continuity, and they seem to like that because I can follow through. Google Analytics, you know, has that tree that allows you to see when people land at your website, where do they go from here? And obviously, we don't want people to land on our website and stay on one page. The whole mm -hmm. idea is to have you travel. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, uh, it, does, do you use Google Analytics? No, I don't. I Okay. No, I know okay. I've heard of it. I know yeah. I'm not sure whether I had something that I might I might have on my other when I had my other website. Uh, the other site, yeah, you might have. Yeah. Uh, real quick, this is a free service, mm -hmm. and um, 
All you do is you put a snippet of code in your website, which is very easy to do. And in fact, if you're using Blogger, they, uh, <laughs> it's all set up for you. And, uh, and what, what happens is it actually tracks from where and who and all the demographics, their age, sex, um, and, and then of course you can see they landed on this page and then they went to the next page and then they quit. Well, then all of a sudden you put something out there that they went from this page to that page and to two other pages, then you want to start analyzing what it is you did that allowed mm -hmm. them to go further. You see, this is all a game that we, we're in control of, and I think Tony brought it up beautifully. Tony, you're not going to do this for, for somebody, are you? It depends. Uh, oh, okay. Brett, so, you know, it'll vary from publisher to publisher, but it, it depends. It, it's, okay. Yeah, it depends. <laughs> I, I didn't mean to, to, to say that you're a nasty guy. It's, but this is not some of the normal uh, normal services provided by in the quote in word. In general, no. Yeah. Um, you'd be surprised at how little marketing uh, a, a publisher not only does, but in all actual, actuality can do. Right. Um, there's a longer answer to that, and that probably deserves an episode all in and of itself. Right. Uh, uh, every author has to know how to market themselves and their brand. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's what you do here, and that's really the crux of it. Uh, with From a small publisher like myself all the way up to the, to the big you know, multi-billion dollar guys, mm -hmm. uh, Authors see relatively little money unless they can they're, they're, they're of that they have that clout where they can demand it uh, mm -hmm. so when I say marketing money uh, right. because it's a it's a tough game as, as we all know but, yeah. it, it, but an author really has to be boots on the ground uh, aggressive with their marketing. You just said something that piqued a curiosity on a Facebook conversation I have. What do you think, Tony, is a catalyst for having such a huge volume of published content in the last 10 years? I've always said that it's, there's, there's just a lot of noise in the market. Okay. And so we've... Uh, much like with music, uh, any of the entertainments, uh, from music okay. to television to, to movies to books, it's just that the whereas the distribution channel used to be a, a small tube, in right? Case, literally, quite the tube with three channels. So if something was was big on TV, chances are you saw it because well, you had, you had three channels, you had three choices. Right. Um, nowadays, it's. There's a, a veritable sluice, <laughs> you know. It, it's a flood, and it's coming from all directions, and and so we, everyone has to realize that it, it's not just other books that you're competing with, and, and people have to remember with books like the average person reads what, three books a year. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. it's something really minuscule. So you, you know you want to get people to to buy your book. But you're not only competing against other books, you're, you're competing against 
TV shows, Netflix, movies, right. music, radio, you know, time with friends. Um, so there's just this, a lot of noise out there. So it's whatever you can do to just bring notice and attention to yourself, your book, your topic, whatever. Um, and, and do it as often as you can. Because it, as you know from being a marketer, it's just all a numbers game. The, <laughs> the, the more people you put your, you show to whom you show your book, the more sales you're going to make. Just mm -hmm. simple mathematics. That's right. That's right. Nancy Henderson, who I guess left us, darn it. I don't know what happened to her. Maybe she got mad at me. But I'm she not, shared I'm some. I'm here. Oh, you are, but I don't see your picture. How come they took your picture down? Oh, there you are. Okay, I see you now. Okay. Nancy, you did something this week that I know, well, I'm sure it didn't surprise you, but I think you were very pleased with the response. You started moving out, I'm going to use it this word, you started moving out to town, out into town, and introduced the things that you're doing. And I know this, somebody say, well, that's a limited market. But I have heard from you that now it's expanding out exponentially because you personally, Nancy Henderson, utilized some assets you have. So would you, could you share that with us? Are you talking about calling and, and talking to a Piper lady? And, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Or going to the Mechanic Lodge and, and, and handing a book to one of the guys that's <laughs> That's big over the Masonic Lodge because he was well. He was actually Frank's best friend, and yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I've, a lot of books come in, and I've had a lot go out, but I've also sent a lot out. Uh, okay. To people, uh, I went to Wisconsin to a, a veteran. Uh, one went to Florida to a veteran, and one went mm -hmm. to. Uh, these are people who had asked me about it. I think one. But they're people you've met on Facebook, like correct? Nancy? Right, and uh, they had asked me and told me when it was out that they would like to read it. And so I just sent it to them, and I got one back, and he said he'd read the first chapter, and he liked Frank because he drank beer. And I said, yeah. well, you're going to like him because <laughs> he did drink beer. But... Uh, uh, you know, he told me to PM him how much, and I just told him, I said, just read the book and spread the word. Uh, mm -hmm. The best advertisement I ever did when I owned the forest was by word of mouth, and that was by sending out products free. And uh, I know it cost me, but it doesn't. Uh, mm -hmm. I had some people come by yesterday to the house. I told them to come on by. Just make sure that they uh, knocked on the door loud because I hadn't fixed the widow hadn't fixed the doorbell yet. But you know, I'm putting this out there on Facebook. I don't care. Uh, I'm here. Uh, I hope they call first because I would like to be properly dressed. But um, when they came by, um, <laughs> anyway, we talked, and uh, they're going to set up a book signing in the Van Vleck Methodist Church where we married. Oh and wow! The starter member of, and, and that's mentioned and, in your book, uh, right? And uh, another author, uh, he writes poetry. He was a teacher of ours in high school and a history teacher, and he has put out books with poetry uh, that 
that he's just had published at at uh, Quick Copy or whatever, and he's had a couple of book signing uh, things go on there. And so I told him, I said, well, let's invite him and uh, get him. You know, he was my teacher, and we'll we'll do a you know something. They don't have anything coming up that would benefit them for us to be there to try to help draw people. But mm-hmm. I don't think it matters. Uh, uh, then also, I did talk to the newspaper in Bay City, and she, when I told her how I found the letters, she was hooked. And she said, um, uh, I want you to talk to the library in Bay City, which is a big library. It's the uh, county seat, actually. And um, Talked to them, and I happen to know the girl that is over that library. She's younger, but I knew her family when we were in high school and uh, set up something there, and then the newspaper will come and cover it. Wow. wow. And so these things are, are coming along. I mean, uh, you know, just setting them up. Our problem right now is the rodeo is a big deal down here in, in this Matagorda County right now in Brazoria. So... They don't have a lot of space for these things, but I'm mm-hmm. thinking that maybe uh, get out there after that. And uh, she said, we would love to just cover you, you know, come and take some pictures and do some things. And um, uh, so we that's where we owned our florist also, and we were known there. And also she recognized, uh, you know, the uh, everybody recognizes the swimming pool and, that we were mm-hmm. thrown in and all of the things that actually happened to us there. So they, um, uh, those things are, are coming along, right? Uh, so, and the Masonic Lodge had had a lot of people who wanted my business cards back before this was published to go to the website. So mm-hmm. uh, I, I did over and, and uh, give out one there and was going to, going to give out more, but it was kind of a come and go type thing. It was pick up your food and leave. Mm-hmm. But uh, last night, my grandkids handed out to a church group. Uh, it's a couples group, uh, some books. Great. And they're looking into studying the book to go along with their marriage-type counseling type. Wow. Wow. Hmm. You, so you, it, you... It, you know, it's... Go ahead. Well, you, you mentioned something that I think a lot of us forget about. And when you shared this with me last week, you're buying your books, the printed book from the printer for less than five bucks, correct? Right. They're about four dollars and some odd cents, okay? And you four oh four and Yeah, plus shipping, so it's less than five bucks by the time they get landed. Now, you have taken those and literally given them no strings attached, to people that some of the people that you've never met in person yet have engaged closely with on Facebook. And you've given right. them and the book. I mean, you, they, didn't, they didn't ask you to give it to them. You volunteered it. But the interesting thing is, I'm not going to mention names, but these people have huge followings themselves because they're exactly. respected. And, and that's uh, they will get out, you know, and I and they'll say, "What do you want?" I said, "Just tell people about the book." Yeah. 
I mean, that's all all I want them to do. And and I also tell them I would like to have your honest opinion about it. Let mm-hmm. me know what you think. Right. Uh, because, oh, and one actually wrote a really, he had already read online, but, and you know who I'm talking about because yeah. he's now on the, um, but, but he actually uh, wrote something and I shared it on the Facebook page, Nancy Lou Henderson. Um, and I told him, I said, you know, just write what you think. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't want you to tell me. Uh, I said, it builds my, my, it helps me. Good criticism helps anybody. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm not your average writer, <laughs> as anyone knows. Uh, Tell you, a, a, a year ago but, you weren't one. <laughs> I'm just teasing. No, just no, teasing. and I'm not so sure where, you know, I, I signed the book as uh, uh, people I know as uh, I love you, Nancy, and then alias, Nancy Lou Henderson. <laughs> right, right. But, uh, you know, that's, um, I know that I'm telling the story, and this is a memoir, and I'm not, I, you know, I probably won't change a lot how I do I do a lot of things because it's there, but but it helps me to see, and everyone says they don't want to put it down, and they they say it's so easy to read, and and that it, it's moving smoothly. And I I don't take in consideration too much family because they're going to tell me that, but yeah. and they want to move along because they don't know this about us. So, uh, but when someone else tells me that that's a hairdresser, or you know, I also drop one off. Several at the hairdressers because that's the biggest place in town to learn anything that's going on. <laughs> you just sit there and they're done and you everybody's business. So that's right. You know that that's a was a good place. I go to a barber shop, but I don't like the way they would style my hair there. So, um, but. <laughs> but you know, well, maybe you, you ought to go out and get a butch. <laughs> Yeah, and next time y'all, that's why we're not going to have video on this thing. Um, right. But you have to. You there? Did Nancy lose us? Did I lose everybody? Oh, I'm here. No. Okay. I'm Nancy here. Nancy dropped off. Okay, okay. Well, before she comes back, the, the key that I, that I wanted to follow through with I just bought some Facebook ads, and Diane bought Facebook ads. And I remember last week, Lou McIntyre's wife bought Facebook ads. And by the way, I did get learn something about her. her. Anyway, Nancy spent a hundred bucks buying twenty-five books of her own book. That's a hundred-dollar ad cost, and utilizing the techniques or the methods that she just shared with us, I personally believe, and Tony, you could, I'd love for have if you weigh in with it, your opinion, will probably be financially more beneficial. <laughs> I'm not discounting Facebook ads, but uh, anyway, uh, it's not that much money, even though we're all broke and nobody has multi-million dollar pockets. But Basically, what Nancy did was invest $100 into herself. Is that right, Tony? That sounds about it, Chuck. It, in my view, Chuck, it's it's just like we always talk about. You, you do something small. 
you know, you don't break yourself, and and, the, and then you track your results. Mm-hmm. If Nancy tracks the ROI, the return on, on investment of that hundred dollars, and let's say she she figures out that because of that hundred dollars, she ended up bringing back to her you know a hundred and thirty dollars. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a thirty percent return on investment. That's fantastic. Right. And yeah. you do two hundred dollars next time, and you keep on doing it, and and so it's I I, I like you said, do it small. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be a, a bottomless pockets kind of person. You don't want to throw crazy money around it, something that's not tested. Test mm-hmm. it. Take a taste. Dip your toe into the water. It's it's not an all-or-nothing venture. Okay. Uh, marketing is, is done. You, you do a little – every marketer does this, from, from the big guys to the little guys. Uh, you know, you, you start off with something very small, see what the reaction is, if, if you're getting something back from it, and if it's working, then do more of it. If you if throw that $100 out there and nothing comes back, well, don't do that. <laughs> uh, it, it's very simple and very commonsensical. And, of course, with that latter piece, the common sense, it, that's sometimes very rare. <laughs> yeah. Well, we see. I think part of it is we have been hyped. We, meaning the populace, uh, the writing populace, the whatever you are, we have been hyped and and very well. By the way, that, that this is what we should be doing. Now, I just think about it. Facebook called and or sent an email said, "May we please book an appointment with you? You know, at two o'clock on Monday." And this is not the first time, but anyway, and. I wanted to to branch into a new skill that I've never used before, so I took that opportunity uh, to spend 45, well, almost 50 minutes with this young man, and he was very helpful. Does that mean we're going to go out and spend thousands of dollars tomorrow? No. I created, which I didn't know I could do, I created, uh, it's called a, um, oh, come on, Chuck, a lookalike audience. It was a new word for me. And what Facebook does when you create a lookalike audience is they look at all of your ads and see what kind of responses you had, and then they take your new ad and put it out to, quote, a lookalike audience, which I thought was pretty neat. And within that look-alike audience, I can modify it, which I did. I modified an age group slightly, and that's where I threw in Australia. Remember I mentioned Canada and the U.S.? Well, I threw in Australia. And I did a video ad, and I did a carousel ad. These are all new words to me, guys, okay? And I set a, an amount not per day, but, but, but a maximum amount spent, and that is going, that's the amount that will be <clears throat> allocated to the two different ads based on their results. And it'll be interesting for me to see the results. We we'll, might report on it next week or the week after. Uh, I'm actually giving Facebook's algorithms the, the power or the right to do this. Does that make sense? <laughs> And, you know, I mean, I, I don't know what to do, but uh, he suggested it might be a good thing to do. So these are creative ads. These are not boosted posts. 
And what they're doing is they're sending the person who's interested. I, I, I was able to write the copy, you know, the punch, you might say, the call to action, and it'll take them directly to the buy the book page on the website. I'm not taking them to the book. I'm taking them buy it now. So we'll see what happens, and I, I will report back. But again, I didn't allocate a lot of money, and I ostensibly did a split test. I'm going to find out if people react quicker to short videos or they react quicker to, to images. Has anybody on the call today had any experience in these? I have been looking at them. I haven't done a thing yet. Pardon? Pardon? I say I've been looking at them, but I haven't done anything yet. Okay. Well, I'm I'm here to help if because I were you know all of a sudden I'm an expert. No, I'm not an expert. <laughs> but, but I was I found out that it is not difficult if we use Tony used the word golly Moses common sense. Yeah. Of course, the biggest key is if you're going to spend money in this direction, be sure that you're going to send people to a place where they can spend money with you and you can optimize that. That's why I would right. not send them to an Amazon page because I get very little out of an Amazon page. When we send them to our page and they PayPal it, the money is in the bank instantly, right. and the profit margin is like twice to three times as much money. So, <laughs> you know, again, that has to be set up also, you know. Right. I'm just not going to not going to buy ads for because your rotund Roland rotund Roland uh, is growing a, a fabulous audience isn't it uh slowly slowly yeah, it, okay it is uh yeah it it's it's still kind of slow but then I've I've not put anything into it I haven't had anything to put into it okay so I'm I'm kind of I, I'm looking to see where I can best put it um as I go along and I, I have just not been comfortable spending anything on it at, at the present time, just because mm -hmm. uh, it just isn't there. And mm. uh, so I, I have to make sure that I'm going to get a good good return on the on the sure. book before I you know before I pull the trigger on it. That's why I'm right. looking at that. I'm looking at Amazon ads, and I'm trying to determine what my best way to go is. But now, I, your, I book, your book is available. Is it is available in both versions, the Kindle and the paperback? Yes. Because okay, the AWS, or no, AMS, Amazon ads, have been successful for us also, and, and the, the spend is very low. Yeah. You know, I so, mean, you know that's, like, that's one thing I've been looking at there. Yeah. Very good. Very good. I see that Lou McIntyre is with us muted today. I believe that's Lou. Maybe it's not. 202 area code? Well, anyway. Um, the, let's see, we talked about the Facebook ads. We talked about Nancy uh, uh, rolling up her pant leg and pedaling through town, throwing her books out into the public. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I hear I, you. Yeah. <laughs> the, the biggest takeaway, what Nancy shared with me last week, was that she has spent a lot of time this year engaging and building relationships on Facebook with people who are of like mind. Most of them are in the same age group, and most of them have 
I had the same experiences in life as she and her husband had. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're like-minded kindred people. And I, I was kind of, I congratulated her that she sent, you know, XY a book. And I remember him saying on her page that he, he can't wait for the book to be published so he can get one. His, I think what he was, I, I don't know this, but I, I assume what he was saying is I'd like to buy one. And Nancy took it upon herself to ju- judiciously choose a couple of people to mail one with a nice note and, and so on. So again, and that's a low-cost ad, relatively a low-cost ad. Um, I don't know if that would work for you, Diane, or if you've done that, you know. Um, That one boost is the first thing I've done as far as state promotion. Okay. I didn't know what to do do for an ad. You know, I didn't know how to make one up properly. Mm -hmm. So I thought, well, I'll just start with this first. Well, the boost has worked for us (laughs) pretty well. So... Who's 202 with us? Area code 202-492. Is that Lou? They're unmuted now. Who is that? That's somebody lurking in the background? They're muted again. (laughs) They're muted again. Well, that's all right. It's a call-in talk show. You don't have to talk. That's fine. Um, We're wrapping it up here. Uh, what, What... I thought about this this morning. It seems like we're saying the same thing every week, but it seems like every week there's a new little slant to mm-hmm. all of this. Uh, at least I'm I'm learning something new each week. I, Nancy, that, that that idea locally. Oh, by the way, to follow through with that, I got a call from Jim today, hmm. and he, this will blow you away. Well, no, I can't say it because no, we didn't. Say, there's there's a possibility that a fairly large national organization, because of somebody sharing his book with somebody else, he may be a keynote speaker in Washington, mm. D.C. He may cool. be. Okay. Uh-huh. And, and, and again, this is not, you know, no, no big press agent or, you know, huge multi-million dollar campaign. But I, I can't say any more because it's not for sure, folks, okay? Nothing is ever for sure until you're there, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he was contacted with the desire to have him and to wonder if he would accept it. But I, I, we don't know if he's going to accept it yet because sometimes being at a place like that may not be to your best interest. Right. <laughs> you want to know your market. You want to know your audience. You know, it. You might be invited to a party, but it may not be the party you want to be at. Right. Yeah. Maybe the party down the block was better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but but again, this came through, and and we did track it down. Uh, you know that we engage with a lot of people on the website, and one of the people who does engage. Um, Often, which means they're they're sharing their thoughts about the story, uh, took it upon himself to give the books, give both books to somebody else, and that's how that started. So we never know what our efforts will bring. I do know 
that if we are exerting effort, we should do it in a consistent basis, uh, marketing methods, uh, in a consistent basis. Because trust me, it doesn't work if you do it every quarter. Pretty, pretty hard-pressed to see results. Um, and, and, you know, that's, that's just my life experience <laughs> anyway. It seems like I do the same thing every day. I don't know. Um, well, you have to do it every day. Mm-hmm. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Yeah. Yes. Oh my! I, I look at it as an everyday thing. It, it's it's a job. You you can take a day off on the weekend if you like. Mm-hmm. Go to church, take a few books. Um, but <laughs> I'm just kidding. But it it if you believe in what you're doing, and this is, and you believe in what what you've written. And uh, you have a passion for it. I, I really believe that it's something that you do every day, uh, or you're helping others do what uh, share their stuff. That's that's part of of all of this. We all have, we have to help each other. That's all there is to it. Because there's mm-hmm. there's a lot of people out there writing books. That I'm so glad you said that because I'd like to finish today's call because tonight I have to call Mingo in a few minutes. Um, I've, most people have heard me say this, the more you give, the more you get. And the mm-hmm. key there is that the more you give, you don't usually give with a motive. It becomes who you are. A giving person will receive. Not to say that you may, if you're going to give books away, again, if you're going to want to give away books on how to sell fur coats, you're not going to give those books away at the PETA convention. So you do have to know what that which you're given, giving is being given to a receptive group, person, or whatever. But you're not necessarily giving to put immediate return because the return may not come from the person you gave to. And I, I mean, I know this is all common sense, everybody, and it's part it's what I was taught when I was a little kid and taught all through school and through college. That's the way the world goes around. Isn't it amazing that most of the best things that happened to us uh, did not come from necessarily the people that we gave the most to? It's really strange, you know, how that works. But it it, uh, it seems to rebound nicely, and, and I know we all have that experience. And uh, so giving of yourself is always a good idea because I believe you will get a return uh, eventually. <laughs> Hopefully before they foreclose. I don't know. but <laughs> Yeah, I'm not trying to be funny, but, you know, the... Uh, just experiences in life week to week. You uh, you just never know. You know, Shirley had the eye problem. Why did she have the eye problem? Well, her eye problem probably might, might be a solution to her medical problems. But one thing is she was very nice to the doctor, and he took a deeper interest in her because what he talked about was not his specialty. I mean, I know that sounds complicated, and someday I'll share all that, but um, she gave he and his family a painted rock at Christmas time. 
And she just brought it in the day we had an appointment prior to Christmas. It was unsolicited, beautiful rock. And uh, he was so appreciative that he was concerned enough the next month to look into my wife's health condition deeper than that which he was a specialist in, and that's the eye. He's an eye surgeon. So, you know, did that happen because she was nice? I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, the more you give, the more you get. That, go ahead. The, the thing with that is, is something I learned a long time ago. You don't count the uh, apples. I mean, the seeds in an apple. Count the apples in a seed. Yeah, that's and right. <laughs> if you think on that for a little while, that that ties in with what you're talking about giving. You know, right. it, it's it it's our motive behind our giving that really mm. pays off the difference with mm -hmm. with people to whom we give. That's and right. you never you never know who it is that you're going to reach at any one time with what it is that you give. That's right. You may give a book to one person who is an influencer, and you may not mm -hmm. have known it when you gave it to them. Uh, but that one person can turn your book around. You know, um, that that's the way I look at it and, and the way I try to go about it. And I, I leave it in God's hands to take it from there. Fantastic. Fantastic. Oh, exactly. Anybody else with a parting shot? We've got about two minutes. Tony, what are you going to leave? What good word are you going to leave with us, sir? Go out there and sell all of your books. <laughs> <laughs> and, and in this year, Tony, are you going to make an announcement about expanded services provided by your fine company? I will, yes. Okay, thank you. That's Diane, what are your... Announcement coming, there's a lot of irons in the fire. Okay. Diane, what's your wisdom for us today? Oh, I don't know. Um, I've been sitting here thinking out, off and on throughout that I think maybe it's time I started... I mean, I've only got... I've got less than two full chapters of my novel uh, posted on my blog, but I'm thinking... Perhaps for those people that don't really like fiction, um, I should start posting one or two chapters in my other book. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea, huh? Maybe. Maybe going back and forth a bit to keep different people interested. Very good. Very good. The um, uh, Who knows what's going to work until we do it? And then if it doesn't work, we don't do it, and none of that is a failure. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing I want to leave you with. There's no such thing as a failure. You just next time might do it a little differently. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know you're why the internet is full of... Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just going to say you're only a failure if you don't do anything. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> I love that. Nancy, what are your parting shots for us today? Because we are up to the wire. <laughs> I just, um, uh, uh, I cut myself off. My phone did a mingo, so I don't know how far we got. But I'm just telling you to believe in what, what you've done and believe in yourself and get out there. And God believes in you, so uh, mm -hmm. go for it. What have you got to lose? Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Very good. You know? Well, everybody, I'm going to try my best to be here next Monday, uh, January 11th at uh, 3.30 Pacific, 6.30 Eastern for another episode of You Can Build It, Your Business. We have been focusing on the business of publishing and writing books and selling books, 
But I want to share with everybody that happens to pop into this on iTunes or something else, the principles that we've discussed today apply to any business venue. Nancy brought it in beautifully when she mentioned her florist shop that she and Frank had. And, you know, flowers get old before they sell. And a florist has the opportunity to throw those flowers away. Nancy and her husband would make sure those flowers were placed in places that would bring happiness to people for free. Of course, there might be a little card to it, compliments of the florist. But think about that. Same thing with food. <clears throat> they took something that, you know, you always have shrinkage. Shrinkage is part of the world. You can put shrinkage in the garbage, or you can use your shrinkage to expand your horizons. This is Chuck Bartok saying thank you very much for joining us, the 417th episode. We'll be back again next week. The Lord willing and the creek don't rise. I'm going to stop the recording. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.